Planet Fitness is the most convenient place to get that big fitness energy. Equipment for every workout means you can get in, get energized, and get going. Join the judgment-free zone today. For $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment, cancel any time. Deal ends Wednesday, July 19th. See Home Club for details. Loudoun County Fair is coming July 25th through the 29th. Enjoy delicious fair food like cotton candy and funnel cake, daily live music, demolition derby, scales, tails, and teeth roadshow, a petting zoo, and so much more. Come ride the best rides in town. Ride the giant wheel, the skyfall, the vertigo, or one of our great kitty rides. There's fun for the whole family. Get huge advanced sales savings now through July 24th at LoudounCountyFair.com. Loudoun County Fair at the Loudoun County Fairgrounds is coming July 25th through the 29th. Don't miss it. And welcome, fellow peasants, to another Nerds of the Holy Grail with Mike and Travis here. And today we're reviewing uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Um, so me and Travis have both watched the film and our producer, and we have some viewpoints, <laughs> to say the least, about this film. Some bullet points, really. Bullet points, yes, I would say. Um, uh, so straight off the bat, um, this film feels like its own standalone. Right off the bat. Um, so it, it's just, to me, it has no connection with the first one. Honestly, it feels like Wonder Woman tried to be something that it really wasn't. They redid the character. They redid the way that she acts, the way that she talks. Uh, and in doing so, really put in more plot holes than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I was honestly confused after watching rewatching the first one and then watching this because uh, it felt like a different different universe that you're in. Um, but the movie seems to be doing okay. Um, the ratings on it right now are like a 61 on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but to be honest, I wouldn't even put it up that high. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it comes down to people wanting to enjoy it. And then just seeing past all the glaring issues, because I I guarantee you, if you see it a second or third time, if you see it a second or third time, you're going to start noticing, like, okay, this doesn't really make sense. Yeah, exactly. God forbid I watch it a second time and see what I missed, you know. But um, straight off the bat, uh, the movie kind of takes place uh, with the history of Wonder Woman, where you go back where she was a child and she... Learns a very important lesson in a tri, uh, basically a, a triathlon of sorts. Yeah. Um, in Amazonia. And she cheats and gets caught for it and was taught a lesson about doing the right thing. No heroes born from lies. The only lie I was told to me is here is that this is a Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> to be honest, I felt like this was more of a, of a, uh, Patty Perkins movie, so, or Patty Jenkins movie. So what I don't, <laughs> so first and foremost, what I don't understand is in the last movie, were we not explained to that the queen forbid her from training until she was until she was a teenager? Yeah, right. And then now it's different. Yeah. Now now, so can- so let's just retcon that. Like almost immediately, you're already retconning something from the Snyderverse. So. Yeah, she was. Wasn't she like sheltered? Right. Yeah, she, she was. Hmm. And she really didn't. She didn't really start coming to her own until she was a teenager. But all of a sudden she's, you know, 10 years old and is just as good as some of the top Amazonian warriors. So, okay, okay, cool. Okay. Okay. So that aside, <laughs> all, okay. All, all, all of our little hiccups aside here, I didn't not like the movie. It was great as like a standalone, but it wasn't 
it was okay. It wasn't that great. It was okay. It was it was okay for a, a Wonder Woman flick. I don't think it was really a Wonder Woman movie at all. It was a one. It was a Superman I movie. It was a Wonder Woman no, movie, no, but not of this it, era. It was it was a movie that tried to be like Christopher Reeve's Superman. I guess I just I don't like know. a lot of it just didn't really jive with me. Like I'm watching this, I'm, I was just like, okay. Yeah. So from Opening, the Wonder Woman that we know that Gal Gadot has played. We'll what say, is this? Opening scene with the bad guys robbing the uh, jewelry store. And then they go back to get the a- antiques. Then, I can't even tell you how awful that entire sequence is. <laughs> That's what Be- I'm saying. Because Most people why, about that right why, away. Why, like, why did the bad guys stop? Yeah, why did they stop? immediately start trying to get the other bad guy not to hurt the other Do you, why would they care i don't know <laughs> i don't know like all of a sudden like she shows up and then some of the bad guys are now in fighting um, okay They're, yeah so okay oh, and the, then they all pause before they shoot yeah so let's get into wonder woman you know throwing the tr around mm-hmm. so now it's harking back to the television series wonder woman mm-hmm. and then all these people see her and nobody's going to talk about her or what she looks like or, you know, any of her features as long as she's just like, shh. And then everybody like silently nods like, oh, I'm going to do the right thing. Not tell anybody about this woman that just yeah. beat up five the entire man. The entire movie <laughs> really comes down to the people that do the right thing are okay, but the people that don't do the right thing end up getting punished. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. To me, that, that hits the heart of Wonder Woman, though, is compassion. The whole point of the character was to show compassion for your fellow man. I mean, that makes sense to me. The, if, the, if that was their goal for the Wonder Woman flick, I think they hit that. But, I mean, does it make me want to watch it again? No. <laughs> so, between 84 and then Justice League... Or not Justice League, but Batman versus Superman. Movie. So Batman versus Superman, like within the course of what twenty years, like she didn't all yeah. of a sudden gets disdained for like mankind picking again. Picking and choosing what they wanted, when they want in this film, and then they make they're trying to make it work, but it has nothing to do with anything that's going on in the Snyderverse. They tried to make it campy, like yeah. Like the, this this is the thing though, is is that like now all the movies that we had before that had you know very. Uh, muted colors, not like uh, darker tones within like a lot of the color yeah, palette they, they for the scene, everything. the the scenery, all this stuff. Now everything's very bright, everything's very colorful. All these characters are always smiling. It, it just really feels like this is like the Josh Whedon Wonder Woman like I that said, was like just shoehorn in the eighty four. It's not you can't hate the movie particularly for that, but I, I no, don't. you can hate the movie particularly <laughs> for the way that they you know just threw away a major character in well, the DC they didn't universe. Throw her away? No, they just threw they him it. away. I'm oh, talking about oh, Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. They I mean, threw away the villain. Me, me, and Joe here have a pretty yeah, big issue with the, the, uh, the way that the Maxwell was the taken main of. villain could have done been done much better. Well, let's just do this. Let's talk about the main villain. Yeah. You give him a power that doesn't have any consistency there's no consistency with his powers all right name name the one that you that you hate the most so his kid wishes a wish for his dad to be better nothing happens to the kid okay uh well he he gets lost and he can't find his dad anymore later on the person that like co-owned his company with him and owned shares makes a wish and then he's like okay well i'm gonna take everything from you and then literally like 10 minutes later the api is coming in and with you know all these federal indictments and all this okay wonder woman makes a wish and over the course of like a week she slowly loses her power yeah and then 
the chick who plays Cheetah, she uh, makes a Christian wish. Wick. Yeah, Christian Wick. She makes a wish. She slowly becomes stronger and stronger and stronger over the course of time. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she wishes that she was more like Wonder yeah. Woman. And then, you know, spoiler alert, the, the, the second wish that she makes in the movie, it further takes hours for her wish to come true. Like, I, but then some of, some are like instant. Yeah. Like the coffee guy. Yeah. The first one. <laughs> no, so, so, some are absolutely I want to know what he instant. lost. What did he lose to gain the coffee? That was my my first question. I have, dude, I have no idea. But then but then here's some other things that don't make sense. All the bathroom doors were locked. <laughs> here's the other thing that doesn't make sense is that the USSR and the United States launches all their nukes at one another. Okay, and then all of a sudden they renege on their wishes. The nukes go away. Yeah, but there were nukes that were still real. What happened to those? Yeah, well, the wish went away, so they never launched the nukes. So right then and there, there's such a massive plot hole that this, like... Uh, it, what, do you not understand how wishes work? Nobody wished that they <laughs> launched nukes against the USSR or against the United States. They hit a button. Yeah, but that's not how they wishes work. They didn't wish to hit the button. They hit the button. Yeah. But that's how that's not how wishes work. So nobody w- – like, so so here's the other issue is that if somebody wished for those nukes to go away, <laughs> something bad's going to be happening. <laughs> like, not everybody reneged on the wishes. Like, my girlfriend Hope had the had the perfect thing. Like, work. like, a super big brain and he wishes to have the ability to go after the people that killed his parents. But in doing so, all of his subordinates that he trains throughout the years die. You know, you can just go big brain with that and try to, you know, fit that into some narrative. But it's just the okay, let's let's continue on because you're, you're going to go uh, right what, into what, it. What, <laughs> once I get into the ending, the ending was just the most appalling aspect no, of no, this. No, we're too. not going to the ending yet. We still I know. So 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 Chris Pine's character could have been written out of the movie entirely, <laughs> and it would have been better for it. But his, he had a moral, his, his character was his, so unneeded. But his character was the her one wish. Okay, so let's let's go back to the wishes and the consistency. Why did he have to come back into a body of a man that lost control of his own body instead of just resurrecting and being himself? Like just coming back alive. Because that's how that wish worked. Okay. So then Wonder Roman sleeps with a guy against his will, <laughs> but has the spirit of another person controlling his body? Like did Patty Jenkins not think about this She's when they wrote one. this? She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering how like the consistency of that wish worked. But she never saw him as another dude. She saw him as uh, Steve Trevor. Yeah, but he saw himself as another dude. He did. <laughs> he did. Uh, and then they they go through all of his stuff, like eat all of his food, wear all of his clothes. They, what happens when? Is this through the? Is this the three little bears? <laughs> What happens when he gets his body back and he realizes like someone's been in my place? <laughs> yeah, somebody, for, like, somebody days. Somebody used like, all my stuff and you know I, 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 I just feel violated. <laughs> what is this? What am I wearing? Why does it smell like a woman in here? <laughs> like what happened? But no, I mean I, I get that point. Uh, let's let's go back. You're right. With, you're right. The Chris Pine's character could let's be go, absent from the film and it would. Let's change go back to Chris Pine's character. He was a spy in the first movie, was he not? Yes. Okay, so, and there was, like, literally one scene in the first movie where he mentioned at some point in the past that he was a pilot. So, no, he was a pilot, but he was also a spy. Yeah. So. No. But he was a pilot first. He's always been a pilot. He was a spy. 
going into the second movie and it's like, oh, he was a pilot. Okay. Well, let's just, you know. Well, yeah, you're right. Reestablish that character. I agree with some of the reviewers where they said like 25 minutes can be cut from this film and it wouldn't change anything. But let's go back to the biggest gaffe that I had is that she has the picture of her and Chris Pine and everybody else. Mm-hmm. So why, 20 years later, is she wanting to try to get a digital copy of it from Lex Luthor? True. She had the picture. Oh, he stole a picture from me. Okay. So the whole thing is, is that she wanted that picture because the last time that she saw that picture was in 1918. Yeah. And she never took the picture. She sees it and then she walks away. So it establishes that uh, after a hundred years, Lex ended up acquiring that picture and she wanted it. She wanted to see it because, and then when she gets it in the email and she's looking at the characters, you know, it's that, it's that moment that that's what she wanted. Now it's completely thrown out the window because she apparently had the picture for the last 80 years prior to 84. And this is Wonder Woman 1984, not Zack Snyder. No, it's just Wonder Woman. That's just that outside of the whole, you know, Snyder versus Snyder versus. And now this is all something new. If there is any continuity, because there's a whole lot of people that don't know that. So they're going into this movie thinking, Oh, it's before, you know, Batman versus Superman. All all that inconsistency aside, the movie was a classic wonder woman, wonder woman movie where they basically try to appeal to your better person where they, they try to reveal that the, um, everyone has a good side of them. Yeah, but Wonder Woman's never really been like that. Yeah, but it, that's the point of the movie, is that they're trying to reveal that everyone has a purpose to... Everyone has a potential to be good, and Wonder Woman's character has always been trying to help people, I and, guess, and And here's my sense. here's my thing, is that... I, I mean, in she, the, her character always has been trying to be the more compassionate of all of them. Yeah, but if we look at DC Comics as a whole, their Earth is pretty messed up. Yeah, but the Wonder Woman Wonder Woman is a compassionate character. Wonder Woman in the comics snapped Maxwell's head. Like they she snapped his neck on live TV in front of hundreds of millions. Okay. But the still they're still Wonder, trying to write Wonder it as Woman a has no problem doing stuff that even Superman wouldn't do. Okay, some of the new some of the new comics they have Wonder Woman write, written as a compassionate. You know, where she's trying to find the good in everyone. And that's what they're trying to do with this film. They're trying to find that that even if the person is doing a really terrible thing, that there is still some good in them. That's the point of the film. It's like similar to a Disney film. And then I get that. And that's why I don't hate it completely. It's not a bad message. It's just it's poorly presented, you know. In the vein of comics, this isn't really like if if like I mean, yes. Any DC and Wonder Woman's not the okay, type of Maxwell, movie where you're gonna use that okay, as point. an example. Maxwell Lord didn't have to be called Maxwell Lord. He could have been called anything else, anything else, he, he, and it would have been yeah. the same character. It would have been better off because but people would have gone Maxwell into it not Lord expecting Maxwell Lord as a character. Would be a good cameo for them and blah blah blah, and they thought the fans would like it. And what they did is destroyed a perfectly good character. So congratulations. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> and it's not. Pedro Pascal's fault. <laughs> so let's go back to the continuity between this Snyderverse because when Pedro Pascal was on the podium at the end, raising his hands towards the light, a beautiful lie from Batman versus Superman started playing. Mm-hmm. I really think that at some point through this movie, reshoots occurred. Yeah. Because I feel that there, there was a specific angle that they wanted because I've 
seeing comments from people that saw this movie in 2018 and 2019 when they were doing early previews. And there were entire segments that were cut from this movie. Like, her whole flying bit apparently had her flying around and undoing wishes. She was shooting and punching nuclear warheads out of the air. And then, she, like, that, that, that gate that went around the uh, Islamic city, yeah. she apparently punches a hole in the wall. And then keeps flying off. Like she does, like she undoes, undoes wishes. So at some point during the movie, she undid the wishes instead of Maxwell having everybody like, oh, undo wishes. I just think it got to the point where even the writers and the director was like, okay, we've kind of gone too crazy, too crazy with this yeah. whole wish thing. But I think the most glaring issue is, is that the entire world and, and, you know, 2019 Snyderverse and all these other things, they don't know about, like, superhumans. They don't know about metahumans. Like, you know, it's all new, new stuff for them. But in 84, there is a guy that went on television and was able to give wishes to every single human being on the planet. And then they suddenly just forget about it? Or No, they didn't forget about it. They, they uh, undid the wishes. But then they still, they still remember it. Like, the, like... That's such a glaring mishap in the in the way that it was written. I'm not going to argue that it makes no sense in the long run. Because oh wow, Superman exists. That's crazy. Yeah, but this guy was able to give wishes, <laughs> free wishes to millions of people. Like that, I think is more unbelievable than a guy that can fly around and is super strong. Yeah, true. Yeah, well, like let, let's think we about mean we're that. not alone in the universe. Of course, we're not alone in the universe. We just were granted free wishes. Like I mean, so you're, so you're telling me nobody on that planet was like, ah, I wish to see what aliens look like. Mm-hmm. Like, Martian Manhunter suddenly shows up? Like, right. But let's talk about the cheated character. I thought Kristen Wiig did a great job. Yeah, uh, I, she she I, did a good job I agree. in the character that she had. I feel that the way that she was written and the way that she acted and did the character was good. Yeah, the, probably the only character I did like in this film was And was unfortunately... When she became the cheetah, they all of a sudden decided to uh, decrease the color and decrease the brightness of the screen by like 50%. So, like, I'm squinting and I'm like, what is cheetah doing in this fight scene? And it just looks so dark that I – the only thing that I can think of is they they turn everything down to hide the fact that it, it was, was probably similar, terrible CGI. It was similar to um, Pacific Rim, the first Pacific Rim where they just did a whole bunch of dark scenes with uh, rain. But the thing is, is that they you did know, that, but you could still – like there is still so much detail. And like yeah. even when he's walking through they did Japan – the same reason. It's the same thing. They, they, they dimmed down all the colors. These are very colorful monsters and, and but very the, But when they were fighting through the city, they had – yeah, bright colors everywhere. But the thing is, is that Pacific Rim CGI was very good. Mm-hmm. Cheetah must have been so bad that they just they they hid how bad it was. That's the only reason why, because there is no reason you for them it. to have de- like destroyed the color as bad. There were literally scenes where like the lightning sparking off of the cable, and I'm like, why does that look so and dark? You have an OLED. Dude, it <laughs> Which was is very it bright was dark, and he could see it. Okay, hope how right, how, how a- bright was that? Okay. Just to compare it so our, our listeners can understand, I watched this movie on a Vizio, <laughs> and I could not see any detail in the in the character Cheetah. But he had an OLED, which is far superior to my TV. Which, which was calibrated for this, and I'm, I'm <laughs> and watching actually, this. And he actually, I guarantee you, he spent probably about a good few minutes before this movie came on 
calibrate this TV to make this movie yeah, look fantastic, and still couldn't watch, couldn't see what was Be, going. Well, on. no, there are there are scenes where it I was know just so bright. He yells then, at me all the time when he comes over and looks at my TV. <laughs> yeah, and I tell you to put it in He's, game mode. He says it's not in the right mode every time. Like, just leave my TV alone. <laughs> It's a Vizio. What do you care? It's still pumping out the same old chugga 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 chugga. Yeah, it, it does. It does. But if you want to play with like terrible latency and input lag, why not? For What's it. the point of playing Cyberpunk anyways? <laughs> There's already a frame rate issue. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cyberpunk is a whole other kit and caboodle there. Yeah. But but the, the that entire fight scene was just so dark. Yeah, it was. And then the fact that the um the fact that she didn't actually become the cheat until like what? The last ten minutes, yeah. and then the and then here's the other thing. So you can renege on a wish and then wish again. Yeah, or or she changed her wish, kind of. Um, so her original wish was just to be is just to be like to be like like the the woman, uh, the Wonder Woman, it, yeah, um, uh, or Wonder Woman, and then she became strong and powerful, and and then she didn't want to give it up, and that's how her character slowly degraded and became more savage and, yep. and the way she uh, approached everything. And then she said, I wanted to be a uh, apex predator. And then she said this to Maxwell Lord yeah. in confidence. And basically she wanted to be like an apex predator that, that no one, that the world has never seen before. And he granted her that wish. And that's when she turned into an actual animal. Yeah. She's uh, supposed to cheetah. turn into the cheetah, but she looked like a snow leopard. And the best part is they never call her that. Anytime. No, I'm dead serious. She did look like snow. She leopard. looked like a snow leopard because yeah, she was very white. Yeah, she was white with like black spots. So mm-hmm. again, that CGI they they butchered that CGI, dude. I'm I'm not kidding. Okay, like, but that's I still why like that the, entire scene was bad. I still like the character. I still like the story that they went with with uh, with her character development. I thought that was actually well, pretty decent. The, the, um, the only downside I would say is that the ending that 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 when they recanted all the wishes, it's like she's back to normal. Well, the thing is, is that if she made two wishes and she renegged the wish to be Cheetah, does she, like, does she keep the Amazonian style powers, or does she just renege on everything? Like, it just she didn't renege anything. Actually, she didn't say a, a damn word. Um, only Maxwell did. Yeah, he said I reneged being the and, thing, and that's because when with him doing that, that means uh, all the wishes were undone. Right? I really love how she used that rope. Like her lasso at the end as like a snake that must have slithered on the ground and then wrapped around his ankle because they show earlier yeah, that she was trying to work. throw it forward <laughs> and then it just like whipped right back at her. And then, the, it, okay. then the wind got stronger. Is it a rope or a whip? It's a rope. It's a lasso. But the thing is, is that it just didn't make sense. Like she, she exactly. went to go, she went to go throw it out. That was, that was part of the joke though, is that it's a lasso. It doesn't whip around like that. Like it's a lasso. It's literally meant for that. Like, I don't know. But they treated it more like a whip the whole time. They really did. I like the, I like the fact that she could, she could throw it out and then it could like propel her forward. Like I thought that was interesting. I think that would probably be, that would make more sense than her just learning to catch the wind. Yeah. Oh, you just glide on the wind. <laughs> just glide. It's you become part of it, and that's how she on, learned. Honestly, they they should have just been like, okay, well, you There's have another you have, movie. You, that, you that literally have the powers of like all that. these gods. <laughs> like, just go with that. Yeah, the gods did it. They t- they explained it to me. But um, truthfully, I, like I didn't. I watched it with my wife. My wife really wanted to watch this movie, so I sat down with her. We we started watching it about halfway through the movie. She's out like a light. 
<laughs> so she just she just lost it halfway through too. For as bad as I watched it to the end, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was that terrible. I I don't know. I wouldn't go around talking praises, obviously, because you know we're we're having this discussion right now, and just rewatching some of the scenes now. I'm like, I I don't know what they were thinking. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, I agree. They don't, I don't know what they were thinking. On when, when Wonder Woman got... How about this? How about not beating up the guys in the mall, but then beating the hell out of the security team in the middle of the desert? <laughs> and destroying their vehicles, potentially killing, you know, a couple, well, you know, a dozen of them. <laughs> here's the thing: is is that that still wasn't even consistent because in Batman versus Superman, she oh, she's also she, she losing her powers at the time. Yeah, but in Batman versus Superman, she dons her shield and sword and just goes ham on. Uh, what I'm like forgetting the the villain's name. Um, Doomsday. Yeah, Doomsday. Yeah. She's got all this power, this strength. Like, she can literally just chop all these things immediately. Okay. And then this invincible armor that they keep talking about throughout this film. And Stupid. she gets destroyed by Cheetah. Yeah, Cheetah breaks it. Like, but, like, a hundred dudes can't break through this. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, the thing is, is that, like, she can move so fast. And, like, she she doesn't have to, like... Like, her strength is... is Powerful enough that she can go toe to toe against Superman. Yeah. Like she can literally punch these yeah. things and just that, cripple them. That's real. Like there is no reason for her. Like I just. This is the problem that cer- certain story writers have. If you have to neuter a character's power to make them more like relatable, relatable, so to speak, but also make them vulnerable, then you're doing a terrible job as a writer. <laughs> right? Like Superman. You could see that he got on the Krypton ship and he became vulnerable, but when he was back on Earth, like, he was right back to it. And then him and the other Kryptons were equal ground. They were just trained as warriors, which is what, you know, he that got his a, ass yeah. handed to him. He, he was a country boy who's never actually fought yes. full strength. <laughs> but you also see throughout the movies, going to Batman versus Superman, is that he's slowly growing stronger. Like, yeah. he's not just at a set, like, strength he's level. Learning. As he, yeah. you know, keeps absorbing all the sunlight, he gets stronger and stronger and faster, and so to speak. Meanwhile, she's a trained warrior who's, so, who's on toe with, with Superman, so. So, the thing is, is that, like, don't... Don't be, don't uh, dude, be that uh, frustrated, Travis. No, just it's, it's just mind. it's just so frustrating, because I just don't understand why you have to neuter a character for the entire movie until the very end. And then the very end is just this big hype moment. And then it's just a letdown. Yeah. Honestly, I did feel like, uh, you know, like you went on a date and then basically like when you get back after the date, they just get out of the cab with you and then go down the street the other way. (laughs) I feel the movie had, (laughs) that's what the movie felt like. The movie had had a great date. So far, it wasn't terrible. You had a great day, but then they didn't even say goodbye to you. They just left. <laughs> the movie had an okay. The movie had an okay first act. The second act was just a letdown, and yeah. then the third I mean, act, it was which no was supposed to be the finale, I didn't really feel like we got a finale. It was anticlimactic. Yeah, very I mean, much so. It was just I don't I don't know what they were trying to get out of it, but it was like okay, and movie's over. 
<laughs> and it's like, where's the climax that I was expecting? Uh, like, she's always smiling and she's involved with everybody. But then you like see. I said, to me, the movie had a different feel all the way through. The same feel all the way through. So that part about it, I understand. Is so, this the one? Wonder- I'm not hating it. I'm only hating it for the fact that it's not consistent with the Snyder films. Maybe we're getting post Flashpoint. Maybe this Wonder Woman is what she's gone through post Flashpoint. Yeah, now we're trying to reason with it. <laughs> because honestly, that's the, it that's the main thing. Doesn't make any sense otherwise, right? I just, I just, I don't understand. Okay, Pedro Pascal's character. Overall, like, what do you think about Pedro Pascal? Did he do a good job, a terrible job, or was it just okay? I think he did a good job for how they wanted him to act, but I feel like the character was completely underutilized and misused. I agree. I think he did what they wanted him to do, yeah. but I don't think he knew what the character was. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Yeah, he he obviously didn't know who that character really was. So this is what happens when you take an established character in an established universe and then do something completely different. Yeah. You want to give, you know, the fans of Wonder Woman what you think they want. The character that they wrote Maxwell Lord as it was a complete douche. All right. And I get it. Like, that was what they're going for. It made sense for the film. But at the same time, anybody could have been called. Anybody. Yeah, they could have called that person anyone. You know, anyone but Maxwell Lord, who was an established person, who was uh, the benefactor of the Justice League, knew all the Justice League. (laughs) And most people trusted him in the Justice League before he betrayed them all. Point being is they ruined that by just doing oh, it this way. Let's, let's, How are they ever going to trust him? Let's talk about this too. Mm-hmm. 1984. The soundtrack doesn't represent 84 whatsoever. Oh uh, yeah, a the lot of the, was a lot of the clothing outside of her, Kristen Wiig going to the gym and seeing everybody in like the 84 spandex. I thought the costume design and the set design for the rest of the film was trash. Okay, I, I I don't think it was that great. No, I don't think it was trash, but no, I don't think it was great. The soundtrack was. If great. you're pushing this to be but 1984, no, I'm gonna expect you to be like. I don't remember a single. I don't remember a single song early in the in the yeah. entire movie. That's crazy, or or um um score at all. So here's the thing: I can't think of one in my head. If if for you using 1984 as oh these are the, these are the cars on the street in 1984, yeah. That's actually, you know, what, now that you point that out, that's pretty bad that I can't remember. I'm normally pretty good at remembering. There was nothing remarkable about it. I, I don't remember a single score in that film. Like, in my head. I'm trying to think in my head right now. Normally, I could think of, like, well, Superman. I Honestly, I knew right away that one. You know, it was, it was dark, heavy. And I remember just the way it made you feel as mm-hmm. you were watching it. But in this one, I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, I don't remember feeling or hearing anything that made me want to, like, you know, that got you into the moment. Like, let's, none of the music seemed to match. Let's look at another movie that was in the 80s, Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that movie, its score was fantastic. Its set design was fantastic. Its cinematography was fa- fantastic. And that's the other issue that I have with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I don't think the cinematography was that well. I don't really feel that they, they utilized the characters in good set pieces. I like the cinematography. I didn't feel that they did good... I, I really didn't. Like, a lot... Like, like, so that... The the set pieces for the action and the way that they were filmed and the way that everything looked, if you had shown me this and changed the outfit of Gal Gadot to something else, mm. I would 100% say that's a Bollywood film. Well, I would have – I'm looking at this, you know, the, the cinematography and stuff. I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I thought it was fine. It, it Again, wasn't that terrible. there was nothing remarkable about it. Exactly. There's, 
But the, but the action sequences was all Bollywood. They didn't do anything that was outside the norm. I'll put it this way for cinematography. So it was literally just like a basic film, you know, cinematography wise. Um, but like, like I'm trying to point out right now though, saving action, action, action. This action in this movie was terrible. What action in the movie? Do you remember any action? <laughs> the entire car sequence was just pure Bollywood. <laughs> yeah. But still, it, it really oh, was. Oh, you mean the fight on, uh, with the, uh, Security team. Yeah, that. And then even in the mall when she's like sliding around everything, like, dude, she would charge at somebody. Like, she was a warrior. Like, I, I just well, didn't she, really understand all this, like, slipping and okay, sliding all, and going she everywhere. Wasn't like, moving and f- she wasn't moving the speed of sound, like the flash, but then no one would fire at her. That was the one thing I thought was inconsistent. They had two, she had two dudes pointing guns at her. She had enough time to turn around, grab a child, throw the child against the stuff. That bears, was so bad. Turn around and jump, then run back to the dude. She's not the flash. She, they would have shot her by now or shot at her. Or if, like, this is pre neutered too. Like, if they had shown her power that she had in Batman versus Superman, like, she could, she can close the difference and, of hundreds of feet okay. within a second. And then the other thing. Yeah, how could she not go fast enough to hit these dudes, take them out before they could fire a shot at that little girl? <laughs> that was that would have made more sense. I don't know. That would have made more uh, sense. I think that she That was a bad decision. Bad in retrospect. But more more it would make it would make more sense for her to rush at those dudes blocking the shots and send the, the gun straight up. Like she, she did. Yeah, she doesn't like bullets don't harm her. All this stuff doesn't harm her. But she should have never even fired anyway. Yeah, but here's the thing: they sh- she should have taken those people out like Feyre did in Batman versus or in uh, Superman, Man of yeah. Steel. Like punch them, and just all she has to do is boom, and okay. then they're out. Did you like the consistency with the rope? Like what she used a lot of the rope this this movie. She used the rope like all the time. She used it for everything. Do you like that idea? I like, thought that do you like I, that combat style, or do you think that was too much? I could see her utilizing the rope in combat. I uh, thought it was fine. The, I it was the mall, the mall sequence where she's like, like swinging around and doing well, a lot of general, that was a though, bit over the top. I'm saying, just in general, though, using the rope like the way she did, do you think that was a good idea? Some of it, yes, but in my honest opinion, when she was in the mall, she should have roped somebody and threw them into the next person. Thought, like yeah. she didn't need to, like, like you know, hamstring them all and then wrap them all up. Like it's on a rodeo. Like no, I thought the I thought she's a warrior. I didn't really feel like she was a warrior. I feel like she's just like she's, a wannabe Superman. <laughs> like that's the thing. She did pretty good, and then the whole okay. So if you want to go into that, the flying thing at the end where she's learning to catch the wind is just. I don't know. I thought that was ridiculous. She just got the jet. Why? Why do that? So this is how she moves around. I think the jet, the whole point of her being able to use, make the invisible jet was just for a fan fan base. It was, it it was, it was a fan base because everybody knows Wonder Woman's got the invisible jet. Yeah. Um, I was like fan fiction or not fan fiction, but like just, just, uh, just, just to help the fans out a little bit, just to give them a little nugget of something. Truth be told, when I was watching the whole, she's like gliding and she's like pseudo flying in the air. I felt that that was that 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 they had to establish that so they could establish how she got to the island in the middle of the ocean. I guess, but then wouldn't she be able to just ride the lightning, like they were saying in the commercials? In the trailers, they made it look like she was catching lightning all yeah, the way over. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Like, she was going through, like, a major storm, but no, she flew there. I mean, that would make more sense. 
with her she, she flew there. So so throughout entire like Batman versus Superman and Justice League, she never flew. So mm-hmm. she she must have hit her head and got amnesia. <laughs> Forgot how to do it. Yeah. Why didn't she throw the lasso around Steppenwolf and you know start asking him questions and you know start doing all that? Like it just didn't really make sense. Don't poke holes is flawless, flawless writing. It is flawless. But uh, the other thing too is is that how how was Chris and Wig immune to the lasso's effects? I don't know. No idea. Because when the lasso was around her hand, it was active. So. She told she had to tell the truth, but either way, though, no, it's not the, necessarily that you have to tell the truth. It it kind of like fucking puts you into like a state where like you have to answer her. Like <laughs> it's supposed to, but they never even went into that once at all. But uh, I mean, I thought the whole wish thing and all that was just I don't know. It was too much. It was a bad movie plot. Yeah, it was I a bad they, movie. They could have done much better with that. The wish thing. Honestly, making it like less of a overall arcing villain. I think the cheetah would have been better as a main villain the whole time. And honestly, then that as a subplot. Honestly, if I if it got to the point where they would have, ran- they should have switched the villains. They should have switched her over. Yeah, cheetah should have been the main villain. Main, main villain and the wish thing being completely separate. If all this stuff was happening in the road and everybody was going to remember, I could understand if she made a wish where. Uh, everything would go back to the way it was, but the side effect was everybody would forget it, but everybody would forget her as well. So that yeah. that's why you know in Batman versus Superman, nobody knows Wonder Woman. She's not a like nobody knows that she's a metahuman. Like nobody re- recollects her whatsoever, right. and the world doesn't remember what, everything. What do you give it as an overall? If you had to give it a number. Because the 61 percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now is the holding number, and then uh, five on IMDb, and then Metacritic has got Metacritic, Cricket, Metacritic has it as uh, fifty nine. Uh, realistically, I give it a I give it a, a four out of ten, and that's mainly I give it that, a five. That's I give it. I can see where people think it's a 6 out of 10, but I will dock two whole points when you have zero score for the film. <laughs> Music for me in a yeah. film and in video games yeah, and all this, that's, that's major. That is pretty bad when and you can't remember a single score you, the like You're going to sit here and tell me that you couldn't do anything two good from the 80s? and a half hour 80s? film and I can't remember a single score. Yeah. The fact that you pointed it out and I didn't notice that first, it was that's pretty bad. The, the biggest score the fact, that I... It wasn't even in my mind. The, the score that I recognized was at the very end with Pedro Pascal where I was like, oh, they're using the, the uh, beautiful lie theme. Oh, God. But no, I give it a I give it a five. It wasn't terrible. If you're gonna watch it as a standalone film, it's not. It's that's what it is. It's a standalone I, film. I would never. Yeah, I give it more. But oh, no score. It kills it for me. Absolutely kills it. How for about me. Linda Carter? Carter at the end, after credit part. Yeah, she's the Amazon that's been in the world the entire time. Yeah, like what does that mean though? Like they're trying to make a meaning out of that. I don't know. I don't understand. It's 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 a it's a it's a fan service for. I guess. Uh, the TV show, but also that's the other thing too is is that this movie has a lot of fan service. I can see Marvel with Endgame doing fan service because it's a culmination of years and years and years. They really should not be doing fan service whatsoever right now with their DC films because they need to establish their DC films. Mm-hmm. If we get a Green Lantern TV show and all they give us is fan service good. trash, I'm going to be upset. <sighs> Anything really. <laughs> I mean, still though, I was nice to see her. I thought 
Like, it, how many movies did it take of X-Men and Wolverine and Logan for us to get fan service moments in that? Yeah. Like, sure. like the, I forget what the movie was where Logan, or it was a Origins? They walked, to, they walked into the bar and they asked him. No, it was the one where he's in uh, Japan. Oh, where he sees the yellow suit. Well, no, well, that was the deleted scene. Yeah, well, that's right. But the thing is, is that when he's on the train, he literally, like, jumps up and does, like, his signature move where he gets thrown by, like, Colossus and all that. Where, oh. like, he's he's got his claws out in front of him and he, like, goes towards people. Like, fan service there. Mm-hmm. But, like, X-Men 1, I don't remember, like, a single moment that was fan service. X-Men 2, not so much. Yeah. And it was in X-Men 3 that we got some fan service for, like, some minor things. But, like, nothing major for, for like these specific characters okay so we got we got a slightly different opinion i i give it a little bit higher than than you but um overall the film was if you treat it like a standalone i still say it's a five it's nothing worth watching more than once Here, here's my issue is let's let's look at the core aspects of the film the plot is egregiously bad with terrible plot holes. <laughs> I don't Points think it's egregiously off. bad. I think it's just it's there's just, if if your plot I've watched is about terrible wishes movies. and this is not a terrible terrible movie. No, but it's a triple A movie. Okay, that is no better than an A movie. I've seen movies that try to play themselves off as triple A movies that are way terrible. <laughs> Dale and Tucker versus Evil was a more enjoyable movie than Wonder <laughs> Woman eighty four. Wow, <laughs> I'm dead serious. I want one person to sit there and say Wonder Woman 84 was better than that movie. And I'm just throwing that one out there. <laughs> Maybe you'll get a comment that says, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, sure, please. I'd, I'd like somebody to argue <laughs> that point. Because l- let's look at the score of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. There's nothing remarkable and there's practically non-existent. And then let's look at the consistency of the characters in the film. Nah, they're pretty trash. Let's look at the <laughs> lore that they utilize. They're oh well, trash. guess what? They just went to Star Wars, like the the Rise of Skywalker trilogy. Fact with the lore, you have all these great characters that you could have hey, utilized, and you I just, just want to throw them out, out the window. I just want to point out to our listeners, he's the more compassionate one. <laughs> right, I'm the more strict and hard or hard one. And just let you know, at this film right now, he's this bad at you guys. <laughs> no, but th- but here's so the thing: if you're listening, WB, he's literally this bad. <laughs> I'm normally the one that's compassionate, or not compassionate. I'm normally the one that's going to rip into something a little bit harder. He's the compassionate one, <laughs> and I'm sitting here trying to give you guys brownie points. I'm no, <laughs> I'm I'm withholding a lot. Like this is a no DC film. Points. I'm I'm I've always been more Marvel than DC, but in DC I've always liked, you know, yeah. the big names. I followed some of their story arcs. I followed Superman. I I talked to Joe about recent arcs every so often. But the thing is is that this just if you had kept Pedro He's Pascal losing his words. No, if you had kept Pedro Pascal <laughs> as is, called him Maxwell Lord, fine. If the, you had let's look at the this. The further down this rabbit hole we go, the more Travis loses his egg his ang- his anger gets lost. No, but <laughs> in here, the words that he's look trying. at look at this movie. If you were to take out Wonder Woman and just added in another hero that was like a goddess or just some type of, you know, godlike person, like it probably would have been better because I would have gone into it expecting <laughs> Uh, a, a, a unique movie about this guy who can grant wishes to the world and all this stuff and not think, okay, well, this is Wonder Woman, but now it's not consistent with everything that has been established with Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's like the, let's look at the Star Wars trilogy. All these force powers, everything's been established and then it just gets all thrown out the window. 
Like, Marvel has consistency, but if Marvel goes into its next phase and then right. starts throwing consistency out, guess what? I'm going to be upset. I guess, the, I guess the main point is stop messing with their fan base. Stop. Because you got people that, that actually do like Wonder Woman that are looking at this film saying, "Yeah, what did you just make? And, expecting and, a true, like a true, nice, standalone Wonder Woman movie and they got. Listen, I haven't even gotten to this. Do you know what the budget for Wonder Woman 84 was? No. $200 million. $200 million. Nice. Does Wonder Woman 84 look like a movie that was made with a $200 million budget? When the Avengers films were just about the same budget and there's a significant comparison there. Let's not even look at the comparison. Iron Man versus Wonder Woman 84. Man of Steel versus Wonder Woman 84. All these films have significantly less budgets, but how does Wonder Woman have a $200 million budget? Where where did it go? Where did did that money go? Like I must have went into the cast. The only thing they have a huge cast. Well, either it's a huge cat or a huge cast, or it's a huge cast. They had to go in and do reshoots. They got a lot of people that are just you know, like a lot of people that are just scattered about throughout this film. So to me, that was probably where I lost it at. Joe, what's the budget for uh, the Snyder cut, even with the reshoots? And like you know, all the extra money that they're putting into it—is it around two hundred million? Gal get paid. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> she probably got paid like twenty, twenty-five million. Still, that's that's a cool. You know, it's a, a it's, good, a, it's good a significant hit. amount of money. Yeah. But if we look at you know the the Avengers films, they get paid a significant amount of money too, and that also goes into effect with their budget. Like Civil War, you had some A-listers in Civil War. I, I still think that the the overall, sh- you know, it should never have been two hundred million dollars if that's really what it sh- what it cost. And that's with everything, like everything new that they've done and all that. Yeah, so I like this Snyder made sixteen so, million dollars so, so far in theaters. The Snyder cut with the original shooting, the Whedon shooting, and now the reshoots and everything is around three hundred and seventy million. So, how many hours of footage is that? The Snyder Cut was originally over three and a half hours long. We didn't reshot enough so that the movie was just under two hours. And now we're going back in and redoing the CGI, updating a lot of stuff, redoing some scenes, cinematography, all that stuff. And the score is also being done as well. And now it's, you know, almost double Wonder Woman. But that's almost, what, six, seven hours worth of footage? (laughs) What do they have? Two and a half? Yep. Like they're, and here's the thing. This is also like, they they gotta get their money. I don't know. If Pedro Pascal was paid a lot of money for his role as Maxwell, I think that that may have probably needed renegotiations. Nothing against Pedro Pascal, but I don't think his character in the way it was written should have been that good. Yeah. So with that, that's our uh, review of Wonder Woman uh, 1984. So, yes, if you have HBO Max, I would say watch it the one time and you make yeah. your own assessment on it. But it's – that's it. I'm I would not, never pay to watch this movie I'm not again. telling people Honestly, not to watch it. I wouldn't pay to watch this movie. I would probably watch it on like Stars or Encore yeah. when it came out on that, <laughs> to be honest. For, um, but, yeah, watch – it's worth a watch yeah. one time. I don't know if I would pay for it. If you already have HBO Max, just watch it. 
I, I wouldn't go out of your way. I'm not going to tell people don't watch it because I have my own opinions on it. I think yeah. everybody should make their own opinions yeah, on exactly. games because I think some things get fairly exactly and unjustly like looked at and yeah. uh, looked upon. But personally, yeah, I'm 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 not. I don't hate it. It's if not you, a terrible movie. If, you, it's if, just, if there is a choice, if there is a choice between getting HBO Max for a month and then buying Wonder Woman, I highly okay, suggest how just much getting did you HBO pay for Max. a ticket to watch this. Did you pay the three dollars that they're offering at the t- uh, the movie theaters? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I want to pay more than five bucks. I go to a five dollar matinee and watch this. Yeah, agreed. All right. Um, with that, good night, everybody. Night. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number ninety-seven. Or house cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.